from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. Welcome in, everyone. John Lee and Eddie in the morning here on Iowa Catholic Radio, 11.50 a.m., 88.5 FM and 94.5 FM. We are streaming online at iowacatholicradio.com and everywhere you are, which is probably in your home, on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thanks so much for joining me today. Uh, it is a Monday, brand new week here, March 23rd. We've got a great show in store for you. Deacon Dave O'Brien coming up here very soon, going to talk about the man born blind today in yesterday's gospel. Maureen Kenny is going to be on at 715, Director of Stewardship for the Diocese of Des Moines, uh, with a little reminder that uh, people can still continue to tithe to their parishes right now, even though they're not attending Mass. Megan Selwa, Channel 13 meteorologist, is going to give us an extended forecast this morning. Joe Stopulus, co-host of, or excuse me, host of Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio, going to preview his 9 o'clock show. And at 745 today, Gretchen Crow is going to be back on the show, editor in chief of our Sunday Visitor News Weekly. She's going to be talking about almsgiving as the third pillar of Lent. We talk about prayer, we talk about fasting, but what is almsgiving and how can we still, in the midst of everything that's going on today, right now in our society, give? You know, I think a lot of people are thinking, well, what can I get right now? What can I take? What do I need uh, in these times? But uh, Gretchen is going to talk about the gift of giving. Gretchen Crow at 745 today. Mark Amadeo with your news and sports. As we said, weather straight from the desk of Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Selwa. We'll have your saint of the day coming up as well. All right, let's get to it. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God. God our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Mark Amadeo with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning, John. How are you doing on this Monday morning? A little foggy outside. A little foggy. That's what I hear. That's what I, I didn't notice it this morning, I guess, as much as uh, as you said there there is. So maybe, maybe I will on the way home. Well, that's because you're in the city. You don't notice that that's stuff true. in the city. That's true. Outside the city, you do so. Get to know the home, huh? You know, everybody kind of one room to a different different room every day. Is that what we're all doing? You know, just kind of moving furniture, moving the room around, painting. Stuff yeah, like that. painting. Speaking of that, my wife said to me yesterday. She said, "You know, this is a great time to paint the bathrooms." So I think that's what she's going to be doing here coming up. <laughs> Great idea. You know what, John? She said that because she gets you out of the kitchen. I know you're on your little uh, foodie uh, trip. Every day you're, you're making something in the kitchen. And uh, as I've been told, let me check the Urbandale Fire Department. No, no calls to no your calls residents uh, from uh, their, their their latest update. But no. uh, I know you've been in the kitchen a lot. That's just a way to move you down the hall. I made a peanut butter jelly sandwich last night. Gourmet, uh, I guess. But, uh, yeah, yeah, that's what we had yesterday. <laughs> John, that's the safest thing you've made in a week. That's true. That's very true. And tonight starts a new week of cooking, so we'll see what we'll see what we have in store here. 
Yeah, little little different. Second Sunday in a row watching uh, or going going to mass online, right from mm-hmm. the, the comfort of your living room and the big screen TV. And it was an awful long gospel yesterday. And I know Deacon Dave will be along shortly, but that was a very long gospel. Well, we uh, we attended uh, spiritually uh, the uh, the mass for Word on Fire, Bishop Barron, and he read the shorter version mm-hmm. actually. So uh, and he said that, but uh, yeah, it was, it was it was interesting. We were all gathered around in the family room, my computer, and we streamed it live right there from Facebook. And uh, first time, first time for everything. But that's yeah. a first. Yeah, well, we'll be uh, doing that for a while. It looks like unless something mm-hmm. changes, but uh, we're gonna have to get used to that. And uh, you know, no problem, we will do that. That's right. All right. Well, let's get right to it this morning on this Monday morning from the WHO-TV Channel 13 Weather Desk and meteorologist Megan Selwall. Currently in Des Moines, we have cloudy skies, fog in the area, one-mile visibility uh, at times. Thank you, Deacon Tony. But we also have light drizzle, 34 degrees, south winds at 6 miles per hour, so that feels like temperature is 29 degrees at the Mercy One studio here in Des Moines. And today we'll see mostly cloudy skies throughout the day, a high of 49 degrees, southeast winds at 5 to 15 miles per hour. Per hour tonight, cloudy skies overnight, low of 38 degrees. And tomorrow, it'll start out cloudy. And then we could see some rain in the afternoon as the uh, storm coming up from the south may just graze the Des Moines area with rain. High of 52 degrees for your Tuesday. Wednesday, more of the same. Rain and high of 60 degrees. And Thursday and Friday, highs in the lower 50s. Another chance of rain on Friday. So it's going to be a damp week, it looks like. We had a chance of rain every day but Thursday, uh, based on my calculations. Well, in the news on this uh, Monday morning, well, Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds announced yesterday at a, a Sunday news conference that uh, Iowa's saloons, or uh, um, Iowa's uh, barber shops, medical spas, uh, uh, massage therapists, tattoo shops, and swimming pools will be closed until March 31st. Now, under an executive order that she signed yesterday that went into effect last night at 10 o'clock. Now, the governor also suspended foreclosures on residential and commercial and agricultural properties. On Saturday, Des Moines Mayor Frank County urged Des Moines residents to stay home as a shelter-in-place, as he put in a shelter-in-place in the interest of health and safety of the community. County suggests that Des Moines residents stay home for at least 14 days and only leave uh, only leave the house for essential needs, such as groceries, medicine, health care, and fresh air while practicing social distancing. Uh, there are now 90 confirmed cases of the coronavirus here in the state of Iowa as of yesterday afternoon, and 22 additional con- cases were confirmed in the state yesterday. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. The Iowa High School Athletic Association and the Iowa High School Girls Athletic Union have suspended all spring sports in the state of Iowa through April 10th. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, we have uh, fog, cloudy skies, and some light drizzle. 34 degrees right now, a south wind at 6 miles per hour. And today, uh, we will see uh, mostly cloudy skies throughout the day, a high of 49 degrees, with southeast winds at 5 to 15 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports. On your Monday morning, John Leonetti Show coming up. Jimmy Olson, he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. 
Well, it looks like that commute from the kitchen to the dining room table. If you have kids, watch out for Legos. We've seen the commercials. But uh, no kids, it should be a pretty uh, easy uh, easy uh, walk-in for you this morning. Not, not too like bad it. at all. I like it. <laughs> but if you are uh, making that way into work this morning, not bad on 235. Seven minutes from the West Mixer to downtown. Seven minutes from the East Mixer to downtown on 235. No accidents to uh, pass along so far this morning. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Yeah, the commute to the, from the family room to the dining room to the bedroom to the kitchen. It's, That's uh, <laughs> it's turned up today, huh? It uh, could be just again. Watch out little, for the Legos. A little or extra traffic. The little on. Tonka trucks on I the like on the it. floor. I like it. All right, let's get to Deacon Dave O'Brien. It's all about soul. It's all about hey, Deacon. You there? I don't hear him. Oh, you hear? Hey, Deacon. There you are. There you are. Uh, now, now, someone that doesn't get time off here, uh, you're at the hospitals, man. What's life I like am. for you right now? We are on the front lines. Uh, <clears throat> well, it's it's great in the sense of you know being the presence of God throughout the hospital, trying to bring you know calm and and understanding to it, and working with those people who work who care for the sick, mm-hmm. right along with the people who are sick, and so it's uh. It's, it, it is what it is, but we're going to be here as long as we can be. Yeah, yeah. Now, have you uh, have you seen any? I don't. I want to say anyone with uh, with the virus, but I mean, are you are you dealing with families or people that are suffering from this? You know, John, we've limited the visit visitation things for families, so um, <clears throat> and that changes daily. Uh, mm-hmm. So, the hospital is kind of quiet. There isn't as much. Uh, in the hallways is, or in the units as there used to be. But, yeah, we, you know, you got you just got to know that you're probably, somebody out there has probably got this. You mm-hmm. know, it's just that they don't know it or all that. So you really never know what that is. Now, if we have somebody with a confirmed case, you know, we, 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 don't, we don't go into that room unless we're got all the PPE stuff on and that. So most likely we're not going to go into that room. Sure. Our bishop has sent out uh, no communion from room to room to room to room and so we're not doing that anymore we took the cards of spiritual communion to everyone before that was made and so that we can the people can have spiritual communion but right now you know we don't go in those rooms very often sure Sure. Yeah. I mean, at the hospital there, you guys are on the front lines and um, speak to speak to the nurses and the doctors for a second. I mean, I don't know if we've ever had a time, certainly not in my lifetime, but uh, ever where I mean, we have seen heroically these nurses and doctors go in. uh, You talk about the front lines. I mean, go in to be able to uh, help people at a time where many others are turning around and going the opposite direction. Yeah, absolutely. And they are courageous and brave and and, and certainly being um, very cautious how they do those things. But, sure. uh, yeah, you just have to admire it. I've admired them for a long time, John, in the sense of since I got here, you know, I've learned a lot and certainly watched them perform what they do and trying to help people in the most difficult time of their lives. So they're very courageous, very strong, um, but they do need to talk about it. And they, we, we pray together about it, and we, we just uh, just know that God's got us in the place that uh, where we need to be. In fact... The prayer this morning that goes out says, "May you trust God that you are exactly where you are meant to be." That's mm. that's made up by our uh, 
our uh, uh, Laura Wenman, who is our mission of uh, supervisor of mission. And so, you know, it's just it's just really crisis times, but certainly God's presence is going to be here. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, the man born blind, certainly he's born blind and uh, representing you and me, uh, born in sin, original sin. Uh, but Christ Jesus has a different plan for this man. Yeah, he does. I, I love this uh, in the beginning of the gospel. You know, neither his parents nor nor he sinned. It's so that the works of God might be made visible hmm. through him. And we have to do, we have to do, we have to do the works of the one who sent me while it is day. I like that. I like that. He's calling all of us to do the works of the one who sent Jesus. Yeah, it's important. John, when John's writing, um, you know, the interesting thing about John is he's always writing. You know, there's there's a spiritual component to this. Uh, you know, everything has got uh, kind of something that that you look much much deeper than just the actual story. So Jesus is here with the man born blind, as we said, the man representing all of us, blindness representing sin. Uh, from the beginning, he was blind, so he was born into that. So of course, original sin here is what uh, John getting across, but it doesn't always remain that way. All of us, born in sin, there's there's a way out. There's freedom. And uh, the freedom is when we encounter Christ Jesus. But we have to ask, and the man does. He, he, he you know, he, he goes to Jesus, the source, the doctor here, if you will, of, of all healing, uh, spiritually as well. And Jesus wants to heal him. Jesus wants to free us. Mm-hmm. It's that kind of I thirst for you from the cross yeah. kind of thing. So, you know, John, you mentioned the Gospel of John. It's, it's, it's funny how you just you said that. I saw an insight last night that I never thought about. You know, think about John at the Last Supper. What he do? He lays his head on the chest hmm. of Jesus, right? So he's literally listening to the heartbeat of both man and God. And I saw the insight last night. It said that you know, so therefore, John does get a deeper sense of who Jesus is, doesn't he? He does get this real sense of digging deep into the spirituality of Jesus. I mean, his ear was listening to the heart of God. Hmm. I mean, it's pretty, pretty, pretty neat insight. Uh, I never thought about it before. I, I thought, man, how could that be? That would be neat, you know. Neat. And then we look at the Gospel of John and how it's written. And we can start seeing the sense of, yeah, he had this insight. He had this insight into the heart of Jesus. Yeah. And the religious leaders here, I mean, comically, you know, they just don't get it. I mean, here's a man that was blind, a man that's able to see now, and they're worried that Jesus did it on the Sabbath. Uh, So, you know, an interesting one to say the least, Deacon. Uh, But yes, you're right. I mean, John, whenever he writes, and I I really, uh, friends, if you can, comb over this again in your prayer today, this gospel from yesterday, because it really is a deep and it's rich uh, and with with symbolism as well that John's trying to get across to us, and and the overlap, of course, always in the spiritual life is is there. But uh, yeah, come over it, pray with it if you can a little bit, because this man born blind, this is you and me walking throughout the Gospels, and Christ Jesus is always there to be able to try and free us. Deacon Dave, would you give us your blessing? Loving and gracious God, it is our our obligation to bring the light of Jesus to the world. So therefore, Lord, even in this most difficult time, we bring the peace of Christ to all that we encounter. So, Lord, we just ask for this strong 
great blessing. We ask you to help us put a stop to this virus, but also, Lord, just to give us the courage and the strength to continue to do your work. We ask for all of this in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Deacon Dave O'Brien. Talk to you soon, Deacon. Take care, John. Be safe. All right. Yes, you as well. Uh, Maureen Kenny coming up right after this, Director of Stewardship for the Diocese of Des Moines. Some ways that you can still support your parish, needed ways, right after this. Don't go anywhere. John Lee, Nettie in the morning, right here on this Monday morning. And a big thank you to Blessman International for underwriting the show. BlessmanInternational.org for all they continue to do. No, not just for us, but all they continue to do for the children, the families of Limpopo, the province there in South Africa. Now they go there about 15 times a year. Different teams do to be able to help them serving starving families, uh, creating, digging wells, uh, making toilets, uh, things that you and I would take for granted every single day of our lives. Yes, even in quarantine, you and I don't have to worry about food if you're listening to this show, I, I'm assuming. I mean, Blessman International, they are there. I, again, we'll, we'll, we'll say it, on the front lines, helping people that are desperate in need. And they do so with a smile on their face. They do so with the faith of Jesus Christ. BlessmanInternational.org. Thank you again for underwriting the show. That is BlessmanInternational.org. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Their number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. Thank you, Blessment International, for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Everyone lives their life 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. How we use that time directly affects if our life will leave a significant impact or not. Each year, Blessment International leads Central Iowans on a 12-day, all-inclusive experience sharing the heart of Christ with children in South Africa. Teams are forming to do something significant in an African child's life. Learn more at BlessmanInternational.org. That's BlessmanInternational.org. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools and 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to ctoiowa.org. Amazon Smile is a simple way to support Iowa Catholic Radio. When you are shopping on Amazon, consider shopping through Amazon Smile instead. When you do, you get all the same great deals, and your order will also help support Iowa Catholic Radio. All you need to do is choose Iowa Catholic Radio as your nonprofit to support when you first log in, and Amazon will do the rest. Every Amazon Smile order you make, Amazon will donate to Iowa Catholic Radio. Support Iowa Catholic Radio while you shop at smile.amazon.com. And thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 
We believe in God the Father. We believe in Jesus Christ. We believe in the Thanks Holy Spirit. Thanks for joining me, friends. John Lee and Eddie in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. New week. Monday, March 23rd. Uh, we've got coming up in the second half hour, Gretchen Crow is going to be on talking about almsgiving today as the third pillar of Lent. We talk about prayer. We talk about fasting. Uh, oftentimes we you know, overlook or it can be easy to just kind of ignore that one, almsgiving. Uh, but we'll have Gretchen Crow to talk about it. Uh, she's the editor-in-chief of Our Sunday Visitor News Weekly here in the second half hour. Uh, talking about almsgiving, let's go to the director of stewardship for the Diocese of Des Moines. Maureen Kenny joins me. Hello, Maureen. Good morning, John. Good Thanks morning for having to you. me. Thank you for coming on. Uh, parishes right now, now more than ever, we, we still got to keep that tithe going. Exactly. Yes, yes. And and those services and masses may be temporarily canceled. This is this is the way um, we can we can help the church stay alive in responding to this to this crisis. And she definitely carries on her mission, especially in these times. Um, I I would have been surprised, for example, if you got on social media at any point yesterday and saw any less than five different opportunities to view uh, masses via live stream. Um, But yeah, uh, yeah, this is the tithing is the way in which we can support our parishes at this time. And every parish in the Diocese of Des Moines is unique. And so uh, as a result, the coronavirus is impacting each parish differently. Um, I just want to share an example with you. I, I spoke with Father Trevor, who's at St. Peter and Paul in Atlantic, and St. Mary and Anita, and he is, for one, very thankful that they have um, chosen to act as really good stewards these past few years and and built up a good reserve there, which allows them to continue to employ all three of their their members of their staff. Um, But at the same time, their usual offertory is about a third of what it normally is, Mm. so it's it's trickled in um, compared to, to their normal situation. So as a result, they have had to make some concessions and are considering a faith formation budget of zero right now. Wow. Are there are there some parishes out there that are living paycheck to paycheck? Oh, yes, certainly. Um, I would say especially uh, those who have a lot of maintenance and utility costs. A lot of our larger parishes with, with schools, too, they, they are feeling that the, the the heat right now, and our parishes continue to rely on ties to support things like utilities, maintenance, ongoing ministries, communications about these coronavirus protocols, and um, staff salaries and benefits, including paid sick leave. Unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, this is hitting, uh, you know, so many businesses right now, but to think that it's hitting our churches in the way it is, it's it's just almost unthinkable um, right now. What are ways that we can continue to tithe? Yeah, I I would say first and foremost, take a look at your parish or church's website and and sign up for online giving if they offer it there. Um, My family, for example, has signed up for recurring gifts at our parish, and it's really great and seamless. I don't have to remember to to give every month. It's just automatically withdrawn. Or you can also just remember to mail in your offertory envelopes and gifts to that parish. Um, and then I'd say also the tithing is one aspect, but um, you know stewardship also involves giving of your time and talent. And just consider what are those ways in which your parish is actively responding to those 
in need during this crisis and, and consider participating in those efforts. Yeah, now more than ever, friends. And I, I get it. There are some that are not going to be able to do this, um, but there are going to be some that are. And uh, if you have an extra maybe 10 bucks or 20 bucks a month that you're able to uh, throw in, um, again, ch- check out your website, your parish website, give them a call, ask them how they can uh, get on um, the, the tithing schedule. Uh, they're automatically automatic recurring payments. That's going to be big right now for many of our parishes and many of the jobs, as you said, and faith formation. Um, that's what our, our churches <laughs> exist for, to be able to help us mm-hmm. in the faith. And so when we're talking about budgets at zero, that, that can be difficult. And it, you got to do what you got to do to stay alive and to stay afloat. But at the same time, we want to we do our best to be able to aid them the best that we can, because we're not just aiding a building. Uh, or just mm-hmm. three or four or five people. We're aiding the entire community. And this is what Christians do. They come together at this time. Uh, it would be unthinkable in the early church to see their Christian communities fail. And they didn't have much at all. But they pulled together, and that's what they did, and that's what we got to do now. Uh, Maureen, Kenny, uh, thank you for coming on. And, and uh, the big needed reminder for all of us. <laughs> Thank you, John. Thanks for having me. All right. Maureen Kenny, everyone, Director of Stewardship for the Diocese of Des Moines. Uh, let's go to Megan Selwa, Channel 13, Meteorologist. Hi, Megan. Good morning to you. Good morning to you. All right. Snow yesterday. Any sun this week? We will see a little bit, but we'll also stay pretty active as far as rain chances go. Okay. I don't expect any severe weather, which is good. Um, but we will see more rain chances. So today we do have some fog this morning. It will stay cloudy for much of the day. There might be a few breaks in the cloud cover during the afternoon, but I'm not expecting much. Temperatures will stay in the upper 40s, right around 48 degrees. It will be cloudy tonight. We will have a low of 39 degrees for the low tonight. Now, tomorrow we will see more clouds again, and there is another chance of rain as another system lifts in from the southwest. So we'll start to see that rain, especially into the afternoon and the early evening. We will be mostly cloudy the rest of the night on Tuesday. Tomorrow's highs will be at 51 degrees, so it will be warmer tomorrow than what we experienced on Sunday. Wednesday will be mostly cloudy. There's another, again, another little disturbance that's moving by, but this time across Minnesota, and that will brush through a few showers, maybe an isolated thunderstorm uh, during the afternoon on Wednesday. Temperatures on Wednesday will be near 60 degrees. We will see Thursday uh, cloudy skies again. We're going to keep in the chance of rain for the morning hours, but otherwise it'll be mild, highs in the low 50s. More rain, a little more extensive rainfall is expected on Friday, and we'll have a high in the mid-50s. Over the weekend, it does look drier. Temperatures will be in the upper 50s, but we'll also see more sun over the weekend as well. All right. I like the sun. I'll take it. Anything that we can get right now, (laughs) Megan Selwa, Channel 13 Meteorologist. Thanks for all you do, Megan. Yeah, have a great day and stay healthy. Yes, you as well. Coming up, Joe Stopulis, co-host of Man Up here in Iowa Catholic Radio, going to preview his 9 o'clock show. Gretchen Crow at 745 today, uh, the editor-in-chief of our Sunday Visitor News Weekly, going to talk about almsgiving as the third pillar of Lent. We talk about prayer and fasting, but we can't forget almsgiving. No, no, no. Monday, March 23rd, John Lee Nighty in the morning. Do not go anywhere. Big thank you to Dean Bell for underwriting the show. Dean prides himself in working with his customers on a personal basis to make sure that their residential re-roofs are done perfectly and completed and completed to perfection. Thank you for underwriting the show. Uh, roofingankeny.com is the website roofingankeny.com serving all of central iowa 963-4494 residential re-roofs 963-4494
A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. At that time, Jesus left Samaria for Galilee, for Jesus himself testified that a prophet has no honor in his native place. When he came into Galilee, the Galileans welcomed him, since they had seen all he had done in Jerusalem at the feast, for they themselves had gone to the feast. Then he returned to Cana in Galilee, where he had made the water wine. Now there was a royal official whose son was ill in Capernaum. When he heard that Jesus had arrived in Galilee from Judea, he went to him and asked him to come down and heal his son who was near death. Jesus said to him, Unless you people see signs and wonders, you will not believe. The royal official said to him, Sir, come down before my child dies. Jesus said to him, You may go, your son will live. The man believed what Jesus said to him and left. While the man was on his way back, his slaves met him and told him that his boy would live. He asked them when he began to recover. They told him, The fever left him yesterday about one in the afternoon. The father realized that just at that time Jesus had said to him, Your son will live, and he and his whole household came to believe. Now this was the second sign Jesus did when he came to Galilee from Judea. The Gospel of the Lord The royal official may be risking his position in the government by going to Jesus, yet the fact that he's willing to travel so far is indicative of faith already at work within him. Notice that after begging once for Jesus to come with him, he doesn't insist and instead he trusts Jesus healed his son from afar. This sign by Jesus resulted in the conversion of the royal official and the rest of his household, which is the appropriate response for anyone who encounters Jesus. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. When it comes to your home, Golden Rule puts your mind at ease with the Gold Club. Two high-performance system checks, a plumbing inspection, no trip charges, and you get to jump ahead in line. Don't get stuck freezing this winter when your furnace won't work. Golden Rule will make it to every Gold Club member's home. Home is where your heart is. Protect it with Golden Rule's Gold Club membership. I'm Bobby from Golden Rule, where we deliver respect, understanding, loyalty, expertise, and service every time you call. We have a standard and we prove it. Online at GoldenRulePHC.com. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Their number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. Well, your saying quote of the day, pray, hope, and don't worry. It's one of my favorites. It's one that I've mentioned on here a couple times from St. Padre Pio, but it's one that we need now more than ever. And I know you may say, John, um, worrying right now, it is going to be impossible not to. Uh, St. Padre Pio says worry is useless. Useless. So when you think of it in those terms, remember that and remind yourself of it. Pray, hope, and don't worry. If you have to repeat yourself, that to yourself over and over again today and this week, do it. Do it. It's going to be a tough week. Pray, hope, and don't worry. St. Padre Pio, pray for us. Uh, Deacon Tony, let's offer our day to Almighty God. God, our Father 
We offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus in the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo, News and Sports. News and Sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning, John. Happy Monday to you on this uh, foggy Monday morning. How you doing? Uh, foggy in more ways than one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. It's hard to see out there. Uh, it, it Just in the world today, you know, right now with what we're going through. It's difficult to kind of make our way through, but we're going to do it one foot in front of the other, folks. That's all you can do. And, yep. and uh, you know, it may be from one room to another. That's mm-hmm. kind of how oh, it's working around here as... Uh, uh, staying home, staying healthy is uh, what Mayor uh, County was saying here in Des Moines. That's uh, what we're trying to do. Social dis- distancing and, of course, self-quarantine. Keep that up, folks. It's gonna. It's boring, but uh, we got to find something <laughs> to do. A lot of it has to do with how we handle the day. Yeah, that's exactly it. Got to have a game plan, John. Yeah. Every day is a game plan. It's game like, okay, plan every day. Read a little morning. bit more. Pray with the family. You you know, the, those things are, are going to be crucial. Yeah, it is. That is so. You're you're holding up well. Uh, I see your uh, your your wife got you from the uh, out of the kitchen real quick. That lasted less than a week into the painting business. So that'll that'll be good for you to get away from that kitchen. Yeah, we like might that. be we might be painting uh, this week. So we'll see what her uh-huh. plan is. But she she mentioned it, and normally when she does, she she goes all in. <laughs> yeah, it was just a, a little. Th- thought that was thrown out there which will become reality here shortly i i, I get it yeah I, I know how that works that's how it works all right. all right well let's get right to it this morning from the who tv channel 13 weather desk and meteorologist megan selwa currently in des moines we have cloudy skies fog in the area about a mile of visibility especially if you head north uh, less than a mile of visibility if you're heading towards ames light drizzle right now in 34 degrees south wind at six miles per hour and today from the mercy one studio we'll see mostly cloudy skies throughout the day a high of 49 degrees here in central iowa with southeast winds at 5 to 15 miles per hour tonight cloudy skies overnight low of 38 degrees and tomorrow cloudy we could see some rain in the afternoon coming up from uh, the south a high of 52 degrees for your tuesday wednesday rain and a high of 60 degrees and thursday and friday highs in the lower 50s we do have a chance of rain on friday so really we have a chance of rain every day this week except thursday i think that's what megan kind of reiterated so be that keep that in mind well in the news on this uh, monday morning iowa governor kim reynolds announced yesterday at a sunday news conference that iowa's salons barber shops medical spas massage therapists and tattoo shops along with swimming pools will be closed until march 31st under an executive order that she signed yesterday and that went into effect last night at 10 o'clock now the governor also suspended foreclosures on residential commercial and agricultural properties now on saturday des moines mayor frank county urged des moines residents to uh, stay home uh, and stay healthy as uh, in the interest of public health and safety of the community Mayor County suggests that Des Moines residents stay home for at least 14 days and only leave home for essential needs such as groceries, medicine, health care, and fresh air while practicing social distancing. Now, there are now 
90 confirmed cases of the coronavirus here in the state of Iowa, as 22 additional cases were confirmed in the uh, in the state yesterday. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print, the Iowa High School Athletic Association, and the Iowa High School Girls Athletic Union uh, suspended all spring sports in the state of Iowa and activities in the uh, state and through uh, April 10th. Well, today's sports report, or rather from the WHO TV Channel 13 Weather Desk, meteorologist Megan Sell. While currently in Des Moines at the Mercy One Studios, we have cloudy skies, fog in the area, and we do have some light drizzle, uh, 34 degrees, uh, south winds at 6 miles per hour, so that feels like temperature is 29 degrees this morning. And today we will have uh, mostly cloudy skies. Uh, the fog should level off later on in the day, a high of 49 degrees with southeast winds at 5 to 15 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports. On your Monday morning, John Leonetti Show. Coming up, Jimmy Olson. He has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. And not bad for us. Uh, still accident free as we continue with our commute. Uh, not running bad on 235. Nine minutes as you're heading in from the West Mixer to downtown on 235. Seven minutes from the East Mixer into downtown. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken as a transparent team, strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. He did not want the task he was given, but he did it with great charity, compassion, and love. St. Terebius of Mograveo today was a Spanish lawyer and intellectual who devoted himself to the study of canon law. While he was, while he was extraordinarily gifted, he was unprepared for the opportunities that would be open to him. As word spread about his wit and skill, the Pope decided he would be the perfect man to fill the post of bishop in Lima, Peru. Terebius resisted and cited the canon law preventing giving lay people the authority of a bishop. He was overruled, though, and went to Lima. The church there was full of scandal as Spanish soldiers continuously oppressed the native population Terebius traveled across his enormous diocese, staying in places two or three days and often going without food or a bed. He corrected abuses where he encountered them and likely confirmed St. Rose of Lima and St. Martin de Pours. We ask today St. Terebius of Mograveo to pray for us. Amen. And a thank you to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, a family man that knows how important wills and estate planning is. Thank you for underwriting our saint of the day. Been in practice for 30 years. 224-1776. That is 515-224-1776. Let's go to Joe Stopulus, host of Man Up. Hey, Joe. Good morning, John. How you doing? I'm well. I'm now, well. How are, you, how are your workouts? Quarantining. How are your workouts changing right now? Not. At all. Not? Of five, do your five o'clock in the morning thing. Oh yeah, you're you're, you're still in with the, the the workout. You're still in reading your Bible. Quarantine life is not well, shutting you down. Actually, we get to do daily mass at 
715 with Bishop Barron now, Look at too. This guy. So, Look at this guy. That's oh, yeah. beautiful. Oh, yeah. And you're right. Mm-hmm. You know, yesterday we uh, we streamed his mass for our Sunday mass, and it, they do they do well. Oh, yeah. What's going on right now upstairs in my kitchen? Nice. Uh, every 715 every day in this chapel. I, I can't encourage people enough to do it. You'll have to miss your show, obviously. Right. It's really good. And the, they'll post them later on. I was going to say, uh, you know, the one that we did yesterday was not at the exact time that they did it, whenever it was. We just went to their Facebook page and, and clicked go when uh, when they had it. So, yeah, it was... It was pretty fun to see on Facebook all the different masses people were watching. I, I, we did Father Mike Schmitz yesterday, um, but it was just kind of cool to see around the world who was all doing which which mass yeah so. you know you're catholic when you're scrolling through and all you see is the oh, yeah. mass. so I, <laughs> yeah i like it uh what do we got coming up on your show so john you may know that i gave a talk at the 2020 men's conference i heard uh and we are now going to the next three weeks we basically broke up into three segments uh, and we'll be broadcasting on the show so the first is the uh it was be in, in order how it went uh and i'll kind of explain a little bit about it uh ahead of it but uh yeah we're going to Start this week, and the next three will be rebroadcasting, not rebroadcasting, broadcasting for the first time on the radio. Uh, the talk I gave at the men's conference. Now I heard all three. I heard the whole thing. I'm going to say that I think the third part was probably your best. I think you just no, you, you kind of turned it up then. Listen, what I I, I personally like the, the personal stories the best, and those are somewhat. Um, they're put in throughout, but I think they're mostly in the second and third part. That's yeah. your point. Yeah, I, I, I liked it. Uh, friends, you'll be able to hear that talk this morning, starting at 9 o'clock, and it'll continue each week for the next three weeks, 9 o'clock in the morning, 9 o'clock in the evening. They're all podcasted out as well. Man up, Joe Stopulous. Talk to you soon, brother. Take care, John. All right. Coming up right after this, Gretchen Crow is going to be on. She's the editor-in-chief of our Sunday Visitor. We're going to talk about almsgiving as the third pillar of Lent. Don't go anywhere. John Lee and Eddie in the morning. Gretchen Crow up next. And a big thanks to Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design for underwriting the show. Yeah, I want to thank them and uh, for all they continue to do, certainly in their Catholic faith, for Iowa Catholic Radio, and for all of you. They're actually in the service industry. A Catholic family with a wide range of high-quality hardscape services, including paver patios, sidewalks, retaining walls, premium boulder walls, window wells, and more. Passionate about their work and service that they provide. Honesty and, t- and integrity always come first. 515-493-1060. FiveSonsNatureScapes.com. That's FiveSonsNatureScapes.com. This is your news for the Diocese of Des Moines for Monday, March 23rd. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. The Diocese of Des Moines is offering resources during this time of the COVID-19 outbreak. Visit dmdiocese.org slash coronavirus to find spiritual resources, a list of parishes live streaming their mass, and much more. Also be sure to check out the Diocese of Des Moines Facebook page to watch Bishop Johnson celebrate his private Wednesday mass at about 1.30 p.m. each Wednesday. We'll also be posting Father John Bertagli's private Mass, which will be posted at about 1.30 every Friday on our Diocese of Des Moines Facebook page. Bishop Johnson will also be periodically sharing written and video reflections on the Diocese of Des Moines Facebook page and Twitter. The Diocese of Des Moines Facebook page will also continue sharing online resources as well as videos and Masses streamed by other priests in our diocese. And finally, check out the latest issue of the Catholic Mirror, which hit mailboxes this past weekend. You'll see the latest on the church's response to COVID-19, as well as a few stories of hope in the face of adversity. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines and Kelly Mesher-Collins. 
Thank you, Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, for underwriting Catholic Women Now. As an authorized independent agent, Cindy's team can provide health insurance options from Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa. Cindy Schulte at 1315 50th Street in West Des Moines or on the web at cindyschulte.com. 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa is an independent licensee of the Blue Cross Blue Shield Association. Products available at Farm Bureau Financial Services. Thank you, Caldwell Parish, for underwriting Iowa Catholic Radio. Conform to the wishes of the deceased and to Catholic liturgical burial traditions. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. CaldwellParish.com Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Hi, this is Jean Wells from Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. Join me on Tuesday mornings at 10 for topics that give us angst and bring the concern to the forefront. If you have questions, I'll find the answers. Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. Joining me today, friends, John Lee Daddy in the morning, right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Appreciate you being a part of the show today. Let's go to Gretchen Crow, editor-in-chief of our Sunday Visitor News Weekly. Hello, Gretchen. Hi, John. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for coming on. Welcome back to the show. Almsgiving as the third pillar of Lent is what we're going to talk about today. We think about prayer. We talk about fasting. But almsgiving sometimes can be one of those things that we just kind of tuck away. Well, I can, I can, you know, do that later, but that's not something we can do later. Uh, almsgiving, what is it? Almsgiving is almsgiving is simply that it's giving of yourself. It's giving of your of your time, your talent, and your treasure to benefit others. And um, certainly, we're seeing in these days the increased need for almsgiving, and in a particular way at the parish level. And I had a, written a column back in, in what seems like the halcyon days of mid-February um, before life, you know, as we know it, has changed completely, really encouraging people to reconsider giving to their parish. I, um, there have been statistics that have said that one in four people have reduced the amount of money um, that they give to the church in recent years, and one can only assume that that has something to do with the clergy sex abuse crisis and the desire to kind of uh, not give to an institution that many find trust untrustworthy at this point in time. But I was really writing to encourage people to rethink um, their giving, um, especially during the time of Lent, when, as you mentioned, almsgiving is a pillar of what we're supposed to be doing as Catholic Christians, really giving of oneself, um, not focusing so much on uh, on ourselves, but looking outward and particularly looking to the parish. And of course, that's completely changed. Uh, uh, th- that need has grown exponentially in in recent weeks with the shuttering of of parishes and the cancellation of masses. Mm-hmm. It, it can be difficult not to see this as just a rule that I need to follow. You know, I need to give this amount, or I need to give this uh, just because I need to do it. Sometimes we see mass in those con- in in that context as well, right? It's just kind of the obligation that I have to fulfill. I have to get done. Um, this is not mm-hmm. something in that in that realm, correct? 
Right. This comes from a from a deeper spirituality and understanding of giving of self of the self as a. Uh, as us being members of the body of Christ to make sure that we're all contributing to to the common good and giving to, contributing to the good of good of our parishes and our society, uh, we need to make sure that uh, that we are playing a part. We're, we're all cogs in this greater wheel, and we need to be giving of ourselves and 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 again doing so in a way that makes sense for us um, personally. That comes from a place of prayer of um, sacrifice. Um, you know, this is a this is a time when um, during Lent we're supposed to be sacrificing. We're supposed to be giving things up, and that sacrifice then is supposed to be redirected in the form of giving outwardly. And so that's really what we're called to do when we're called to to give a give alms. Yeah, I, I think you're exactly right. And, and as you said, it comes from a much deeper spiritual sense here that we have to uh, tap into when it comes to uh, giving. And, and one of the things that I think giving does is it opens up a place of our heart that sometimes can be closed in where we're so much and so oftentimes looking for what I can get um, and what I can have. And, you know, it, it is sometimes such a me, me, me uh, centered um uh, I don't want to say culture, but myself, all of us suffer from this. What giving does is it opens that up. It, it turns it no longer where it just is about me. And I start to recognize the needs of others, which is precisely what Christ Jesus calls us to over and over again in the gospel. Yes, absolutely. Pope Francis had an ap- a beautiful phrase in his Lenten message, which he said, charitable giving makes us more human, whereas hoarding risks making us less human, imprisoned by our own selfishness. And I think there's a lot to unpack there. When we give of ourselves, when we are charitable people, when we are generous people, we become more who we're called to be. Um, whereas when we, when we turn in ourself, on ourselves, when we um, focus only on ourselves and not outwardly, we do become imprisoned by our own selfishness. Yeah, that, that, that can, I think imprisoned is is probably the uh, exact word there because when we turn in on ourselves, greed, ego, selfishness, in, in in the end, what it does is it makes us miserable, right? That's right. That's right. We're we when we are generous, we we are loving. It's just one way that we are able to love one another, and that's exactly what we're called to do. So when we're when we're ungenerous, when we hold back our gifts and we hold back our possessions out of fear, out of a lack of desire to contribute, whatever it may be, we're, we're, we are actually holding back our love. So we need to make sure that we're generous people, we're people of love, and we're people who are looking out to serve one another, and that, that includes um, through, giving, through the giving of alms. Now, we are living in some very interesting times, uh, future middle schoolers, uh, history books. Uh, this is a chapter of it um, that you and I are walking through right now. Um, when it comes down to it, we may say, I, I can't give any money. Um, how else can yeah. we give? Yeah, I mean, it's absolutely a reality that um, with things so uncertain um, that we may be concerned about our finances, and that's completely understandable. However, I would say if there is anything that you can give, if you are in a position to give financially now to your parish, now is the time, because parishes without masses are having a very, very difficult time making ends meet. We just posted a story on osvnews.com that, um, that outlines very clearly the struggles that priests are having, um, paying their bills, keeping their utilities on, paying their insurances, and most importantly, paying their staff. If there's any way that for the next few weeks we can reach within ourselves and find it, find it within ourselves to give some extra money, that would be wonderful. Um, but, you know, there are other ways, like you mentioned, that we can give of ourselves. Right now, 
um, you know, in-person in outreach has changed. You know, we might not be able to go down to a soup kitchen and give of ourselves, but that doesn't stop us from FaceTiming with someone we know is alone or calling a neighbor or checking in on a priest or an elderly friend, um, making sure that there's nothing that they need in these days. Um, there's a lot that we can still do from the safety of our homes to keep connected with one another and to keep giving of ourselves. Yeah, I think you're exactly right there. Giving of ourselves. And this is something, as you said, that can be as simple as a phone call, uh, as simple as uh, maybe volunteering uh, somewhere that otherwise, or dropping things off that otherwise wouldn't uh, right. be dropped off. You know, one of the things that my wife and I did the other day is we cleaned out our closet. And so being able to take those clothes right now to people that might need them uh, and dropping them off at the Salvation Army or the St. Vincent de Paul Center or uh, Goodwill. I mean, those are things too that we can think of and really come out of ourself here in this time. We're all in this together. Look, it's not going to get any better over the next week, maybe even two weeks. It'll get better after that. I, you know, This is what most people are saying. But at the same time, this is the time right now, even in the midst of great suffering and difficulty, fear, anxiety, Christ Jesus is still calling of us to give of ourselves. And we need to figure out what that way is right now. Right, Gretchen? Absolutely. And we, of course, can give of ourselves in prayer as well. Yes, no doubt about that. That's first and foremost. Uh, Gretchen Crow, thank you for coming on. Uh, Give give us your website. OSVnews.com. OSVnews.com. You can stay up to date on all things that are happening here in the faith. OSVnews.com. Gretchen, thank you. Thank you so much, John. All right. Uh, Friends, I do mean it. You know, right now, right now, things are, may, may not may not be getting any better over the next week or two weeks. And I know there's a lot of fear in the hearts of many out there right now. Um, more than anything, we're living through something that, um, uh, you know, I mean, this is, this is something that doesn't happen uh, in many lifetimes. Uh, maybe we could say it's a once in a lifetime. Maybe it's a once in two or three lifetime that we're living through right now. But now more than ever, what Christ Jesus is calling all of us to uh, is to is to faith, and this is what we have to turn to. This is what we turn to in in every area, in every facet of our lives, or what we should be. Uh, but this is yet another reminder of what, or I will say, who is most important, and that is Christ Jesus. So we turn to Him personally. We're not able to do so as much communally right now uh, in our masses. But we are able to do so personally, maybe communally with our family. And we turn to him and we ask for more faith. Because that's what we're going to need over the next week, two weeks, maybe three weeks. We need faith in Christ Jesus. I was uh, listening to Bishop Barron, a little video that he put up yesterday, and I thought it was really neat. Um, calling people just to, to do different things right now during this time. Uh, and, uh, of course, spiritual things, things that maybe otherwise you would be too busy to do. Uh, he mentioned reading some of the spiritual classics. I thought that was a really good uh, mention. I mean, you know, if you haven't read the Confessions of St. Augustine, Frank Sheed, get his translation. Uh, that's the one that I, it's my favorite anyway. Uh, I think the easiest to to understand. Augustine wrote a little bit differently than, than maybe what you're used to writing. But uh, the Confessions of St. Augustine. Uh, the rule of St. Benedict would be something that, to maybe consider. Uh, also, uh, the spiritual exercises of St. Ignatius of Loyola, some of those great, some of those masterpieces that we have. And there's many others, but reading some of those books that are staring back at you right now could be a good thing to do. 
Also, as we mentioned before on the show here, there's a lot of opportunities to be able to stream Holy Mass. Uh, you can go to the Facebook pages of uh, Bishop Barron and many others, many of your different parishes that are streaming daily Mass. I know weekly Mass is all over the place being live streamed, but also weekly Mass as well is something that you can uh, still stream and, and make a spiritual communion for. Uh, and many different opportunities. Look for those ways right now. My family, we're, we're flipping those beads. We're praying the rosary right now every single day. And, uh, you know, in, in the difficult times, we still have to count our blessings. I looked around my room yesterday and I saw three healthy kids. I saw my wife, you know, sitting in the, in the, the chair. And I thought, this is a blessing. This is a grace. It can be difficult to see that during these times as well. Thanks for tuning in today, friends. We'll be back with you all week long. All right? Trying to increase the faith, hope, and love that is in Christ Jesus. We don't have any power to do it. His grace does, though. He does. It's all grace. We just got to open ourselves to him. Deacon Tony, would you give us your blessing? May the blessing of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit come down upon all of us to protect us all and to bring us all to his everlasting life. Amen. Amen. I am John Lee friends. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. Like a tree planted by the water, we never will run dry. So living water flowing through, God, we thirst for more of you. Fill our hearts and flood our souls with one desire. Just to know you and to make you known We lift your name on high Shine like the sun, make darkness run and hide We know we were made for so much more To show them who you are So living water flowing through God we thirst for more of you Fill our John Leonetti in the morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling Bell Construction Five Sons Naturescapes And Blessman International